Today, I have the pleasure of introducing a true pioneer and expert in the world of ASMR, Dr. Craig Richard, the founder of ASMR University. Dr. Richard's extensive knowledge and passion for ASMR have positioned him as a leading figure in this captivating phenomenon. With a background in physiology and cell biology, his research and dedication have provided invaluable insights into the science and experiences of ASMR. He is a researcher, educator, content creator, and author of Brain Tingles, a DIY book covering all aspects of ASMR. So sit back and relax and get ready to delve into the mesmerizing world of ASMR with Dr. Craig Richard. Welcome to Wellbeing Starts Here, the transformative podcast brought to you by WellBe. Are you a busy professional striving for a modern, comprehensive well-being experience? Are you tired of the status quo? Do you want more for your life? Well, WellBe was built for you. We know that nobody's got time to scour the internet for the best advice covering topics like fitness, finance, mindfulness, and hundreds more. That's why we've gathered the creme de la creme of experts all in one place just for you. Create an account for free today at wellbe.ai. Don't wait. Start your transformative journey today. Today, I'm really excited for us to have a guest joining, Dr. Craig Richard. Um, how are you doing, Craig? How are you doing today? Doing well so far. It's... Uh been a pretty good week. Well, awesome. Well, I, I've been lucky enough to kind of follow you online and learn a little bit more about you, but um, I'd love if you can maybe just introduce yourself for those people that aren't familiar with you. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the summary would be I'm a university professor. And several years ago, it was around 2013, I learned about ASMR and that started me on my own learning journey about ASMR and as a result of me, resulted in me creating a website, writing a book, doing a brain scan study about it, and uh, giving a TED talk about it. Well, I'm I'm excited to dive into a couple of those things you just mentioned. That's amazing. But I think for some of our listeners, I'd love to just start with the basics. Um, can you just explain what is ASMR? <laughs> yeah, it, it is confusing. It's bizarre. It's also blissful, but the letters ASMR stand for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And I'd summarize that as having three key aspects. Mm. The first aspect is the sensation of ASMR. And most people will describe it as this deeply relaxing feeling with these light, pleasurable brain tingles. The second key aspect is how is it stimulated? Mm -hmm. And it's almost always stimulated in a specific context, which is a one-on-one -on -one personal interaction that you're having with a kind and caring person. And this other person may be a parent, maybe a friend, it may be a hairdresser, it could be a health professional. It's just that they have this trait of being kind and caring and you're sitting with them or you're in interacting with them in this one-on-one -on -one situation. And then the third and last most important aspect of ASMR is what is it about what they're doing or saying or behaving that is triggering the ASMR? And the key is they're usually talking in a gentle voice. Mm. It may be a whisper. Their movements are not frenetic. They're very controlled, deliberate, um, sometimes what you might refer to as expert movements. The, any sounds they're making are really soft, 
And if there's touch involved, like say with a hairdresser or a health professional, it's a very light touch. So mm. if you just imagine sitting on a couch with someone that you're comfortable with and they just start lightly playing with your hair, you know, maybe just the thought of that starts to relax you. For some people, they get deeply relaxed and they get these amazing, pleasurable brain tingles. Yeah, it's... um. I think historically it's like there's a those relaxing moments like you talked about but it seems like today it's it's an intentional tool I think a lot of people are actually using. I'm just I'm curious you mentioned kind of deep relaxation. Um how have you seen people use ASMR specifically just around like well-being? Yeah. The two main ways that people repeatedly keep reporting about how ASMR is useful useful for them is it's helping them to reduce their stress mm. and also to fall asleep more easily. Mm -hmm. We've done a survey where we've had over 20,000 people respond who experience ASMR. And we've asked them, how is ASMR helpful to you? Mm -hmm. And about 60% say it helps them to relax or de-stress. About 25% of them say it helps them to fall asleep. And then the rest of them, which is about 15%, say they just enjoy it. Yeah. We, we also asked them a little deeper of a question, which have you been diagnosed with anxiety or insomnia? And for those that said yes to that question, we then asked them, how is ASMR helpful to you? Is it helpful for your diagnosed condition? And about half of those people who were diagnosed with anxiety or insomnia did report that ASMR was helpful to them. So yeah. there seems to be this um, benefit for almost anyone and also for those that do have these more severe conditions. And that's 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 incredible to hear. I mean, um, I haven't done a lot of studying, but it's funny you talk about kind of the three groups and you just talked about like kind of pieces of my family. So like my wife loves ASMR to sleep. Like she's got the people she follows and she's having a tough night. That's really a tool she started using. But even recently, um, we have a toddler. Um, so when she gets really energized and kind of gets late at night, we found that kind of ASMR or calming movements. It, it's almost been like a great tool for her to kind of start to calm down before we get to the bedtime routine. Um, we tried all the fun things that parents do, right? When you have a toddler, but what, that's something that specifically we found a lot of success. And me, I just, I enjoy it. So like, I, I just like to listen to it. So it's, it's kind of crazy how the same thing just within our, my family, but even larger population that you studied, it seems like there's a lot of different pieces of value they can get from it. Um, I'd love to hear too, because ASMR, like if you just Google it today, I mean, it is just exploded. And when things grow that quickly and big, there's often a lot of misconceptions and um, things that kind of go out on the web that maybe aren't true. So I'm just kind of curious, um, what common misconceptions have you kind of heard about ASMR over the last few years as it's grown rapidly? Yeah, you're definitely right about that. And one of the areas it's grown the fastest is, is YouTube. You know, people watching ASMR videos. As a result of that, the misconception has come out that you can only experience ASMR through videos. What they don't realize is that you can experience ASMR in real life, just like you highlighted in your with your family. Mm -hmm. And every ASMR video that you see online is simulating or imitating 
a real life moment that stimulates ASMR. So that's probably one of the most common misconceptions I see is that people don't realize it does happen in real life. So it's, it's great to hear that you already are, are aware of that. Another misconception is that people think it's due to sound only. What they don't realize is that touch is also a strong stimulator. And this comes out of that similar experience that most people watch these videos. So they don't realize that the light touch of someone in the real world is not only a great stimulator of ASMR, but our research is showing it may be the strongest stimulator of ASMR. And so if you were to visualize uh, someone stimulating your ASMR, whoever, whether it's you, Zach, or one of your listeners, <laughs> just which would relax you more? Someone sitting next to you and whispering or someone lightly playing with your hair? And mm -hmm. most people will say, oh, someone lightly just playing with my hair will, will do it or lightly touching my arm. Yeah, yeah, that's... um. I think those are good points because I, I think one of the things that I found interesting when I was just kind of preparing for this a bit was just with ASMR, like where are people finding it? Mm -hmm. Apparently, there are over 14 million videos on YouTube, just ASMR tagged to it, which just is, to me, was shocking because that is an area where like I did originally kind of come across it. But to your point, it looks like as I've divin dived deeper into this, it, there are a lot more resources out there. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear too, because I mean, we've, we've just seen the volume grow on this. Um, you've been kind of a, a leader in this space for a bit too. Um, can you talk just a little bit about just the community, the ASMR community, and kind of um, how you've seen that sort of evolve and grow over the last couple of years? Yeah. Well, to kind of look at the big growth, actually, you go back to 2007, because that's where the first online discussion about ASMR started. And so that led to people chatting about it online, whether it was websites or forums. The next big step in the community was probably 2009, which was the first person to create a ASMR videos on YouTube for the intentional purpose of relaxing someone. Wow. And that would be a huge growth in the ASMR community because then people started chatting about ASMR within those comments on YouTube. 2010 also kind of added to the community somewhat indirectly because in 2010, that was when the first peer-reviewed published research study about ASMR was completed. And what that helped for the community aspect was this feeling of legitimacy. Mm -hmm. It was new, ASMR was still new then, people to some extent, we're making fun of people who experienced ASMR. And those people who experienced ASMR weren't sure how to feel about that yet. And so when the research studies started coming out in 2010, it really helped a lot of these ASMR communities um, feel legitimized and val or validated about mm -hmm. these. Um, since then, the overall communities, whether they're online communities or other types of communities, they've just continued to grow. But there's been lots of websites, Reddit forums, Facebook groups. <laughs> and now today, what you see is just this explosion of videos, not just on YouTube anymore, but Instagram, TikTok, the genre of ASMR's video dominates. Now, I don't mean that to say it's the most dominating video type, but it's usually in the top 
four video styles and types that are on video platforms today. Yeah, everything I found, it had it in the top three pretty much across the board, which was yeah. just, it was, it was crazy. And just for something that's relatively young, I mean, it's, it's just, that growth is just amazing. Um, and you've hit on this a couple of times, so I think it'd be good for the listeners to understand. That, um, you mentioned um, people that can experience it. So can you talk a little bit about, are there some people that can, can't, and are there different types that are more effective for different? Or what, what does it look like for um, kind of across the board? It's true that it seems so far, and I believe this, um, that not everyone can experience ASMR. Mm-hmm. It's almost like saying, you know, um, can everyone enjoy the taste of a raw onion? <laughs> no, there's some people that do, there's some people that don't, and there's some people that just don't know yet because maybe they never tried a raw onion. And that's how it is with ASMR. There are some people that clearly love ASMR and experience it, some that clearly have tried it and they can't. But the third area is the gray area to me which is there are some people that might think they don't experience ASMR because they tried one ASMR video, they didn't like it, and they shut it down. And to me, that's like walking up to a buffet, picking up one food item, tasting that one food item, then walking away from the entire food buffet and assuming I don't like any food that's on that table. Mm, Because ASMR videos are similar to food, which is, I don't like all ASMR videos, but I experience ASMR and I enjoy ASMR, but I can easily go, nope, nope, yup, yup, nope, yup, nope, yup. So I definitely encourage people to try videos. Don't assume that you don't experience ASMR. Don't assume you don't experience ASMR after trying just a few videos. Try lots of videos. And if you've tried lots of videos, and you don't experience it, you may not through videos. I've heard from a lot of people who what they say is, I don't experience ASMR through ASMR videos, but I do experience it in the real world. So there's still a chance for you. That's interesting. Yeah, I I think I had a, a similar experience. So I, guess, I would guess what a lot of listeners are, which is at one point in life, you may have heard something that was ASMR-like, and you're like, you know what? tapping was it calming yes did it really is it worth listening to not really but then i think my wife when she started listening to it they i mean they added a bunch of different triggers now where there's like whispering there's like padding and there's all these things you can listen to what i found was some of those other triggers i was like whoa okay now i get the kind of brain tingle a bit so to your point i think it's right like it kind of blew me away when she started participating in it there's just so many different triggers out there and to your point I don't love them all, but now I know which ones I kind of do, but you got to, I kind of got to go try the buffet. Exactly. Um, So uh, just for those that have never tried ASMR, I mean, how would you recommend to get started? Yeah, I I would say start with ASMR videos rather Mm -hmm. than in person, because that might feel an awkward way to start. You know, hello, can you come over and play with my hair, whisper in my ear? So the great thing about ASMR videos is you can just do it in your own space, on your own time, when you're comfortable. And there's going to be a lot of choices for you to try. A lot of different artists who are doing different things. Like you mentioned, there's whispering, there's crinkling, there's tapping, there's role plays. There's just so much that you can sample. 
So I would recommend just go to YouTube, type in ASMR, and sample widely. And if you're looking for a way to relax, whether it's in the middle of the day or it's near the end of the day, then ASMR videos are probably a really good way to do it. Maybe the best way to do it. But when you're looking for something to shift you into sleep, what you might want to switch over to are ASMR podcasts. Because you don't want to be staring at the light of a video while you're trying to fall asleep. And also, it's, it's really distracting. Like if you, <laughs> Even if you turn the video away from you so the light's not in your eyes, they're going to be explaining something that they're holding up and they'll be describing it and you'll get curious. And so it can be harder to fall asleep to an ASMR video. But a podcast is just audio. You turn on the ASMR podcast and now you can just close your eyes. There's no light. There's, they're not going to be tempting you to look at anything. And so I'd say if you're looking to fall asleep, just use the search term ASMR, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really any podcast player. Yeah, I think the, the, the last thing you really want is to go go jump onto YouTube or an Instagram in the middle of the relaxation and ad pop up about this new energy drink like that. That, that is kind oh, of the opposite true. experience probably most are looking for. So I, I know uh, when, I, when we were kind of preparing for this too, I think you've got a ton of resources that you've kind of helped curate to further ASMR and really help those interested too. Um, love for you to maybe share with the group just how could they find um, some of those resources and what resources are out there um, for them to use? Yeah. Well, first I'll throw, I guess, some recommendations of artists on a on YouTube that I would recommend. Um, if they're, you know, if they've never heard of ASMR, they're like, I don't even know who to try. <laughs> I'd recommend gentle whispering ASMR. The woman's name is Maria. She's been doing it almost since the beginning. She has hundreds, she might be up to thousands of videos now. Um, so that's a good one to start. If you're looking for a male artist, Paris ASMR is a great YouTube channel. His name is Flo. And he speaks in French. He has a French accent. And I'm sure I'm not alone when I say, I love the sound of a French accent. Like, And you throw in a gentle voice with a French accent and I'm out like a light. <laughs> Or podcasts, the, the one that I fall asleep to is called Relax with Slow Norwegian. It's great. It's a woman who sometimes she's speaking Norwegian very gently, very softly. Um, and sometimes she's just typing on her keyboard and just kind of talking softly. Either way, I love it. I also have created some podcasts which I created them because I wanted them, them out there to help others because these are the kind of things I was looking for. Mm -hmm. So if you want to hear a male whisperer, and there, uh, there aren't that many out there on you know that are on podcasts, the name of mine is Sleep Whispers. That's on Spotify. That's on Apple Podcasts. And then the other type of podcast that I went looking for to fall asleep to was someone speaking really gentle about history. Like I need my brain to engage with material and content. Huh. But I don't want anyone yelling about the history to me or being overly. <laughs> so I started the podcast Calm History as a way to help people to relax and fall asleep to a podcast. 
if they're looking to kind of cozy up with a book, I wrote the book Brain Tingles, if they want to learn about ASMR that way. And then they're just looking to scroll through a lot of information about ASMR, then my website would be hard for me or dumb for me not to recommend my own website. It's ASMRUniversity.com. And I cover the history of ASMR, the science of ASMR, theories about ASMR. I highlight what celebrities are doing in the world of ASMR because I find that fascinating and curious myself. Um, and then there's also uh, some tips for how to create ASMR, whether that's in person with someone else, or if you're interested in starting your own ASMR video channel. Well, I, I know I got the chance before to kind of dive in there, and I think I just briefly got the tip of the iceberg as far as information. There is a wealth of information out there that's super helpful. And uh, even if uh, you're not looking to study, if you're just kind of curious to learn more, I just we've been listening to it as a family for a bit but even just a couple of things like huh i had no idea about that so a lot of definitely recommend it i know i've already gotten a lot of value from it and enjoyed it um but um really uh want to thank you for jumping on and sharing your your wisdom and experience uh, and knowledge on this topic with the listeners i know there's a lot of people out there that are always needing another way to really relax reduce their anxiety and stress in this uh, just crazy world um, on their journey just to be well. Um, so thank you again for the time. Um, I'll go ahead and post all the links for those listening uh, in the podcast so you can go ahead and access those. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Zach. Great chatting with you.